Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
All right, welcome back to the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving today. You know, in the almost eight years we're doing the show, we've never done a show on Thanksgiving or the holidays. Uh, it's time for family, but I am away with the family this week on vacation, so I figured I would pre-record a show and just get us one episode closer to the final matinee, which is coming sometime around June. So today, it's Tough Shoes to Fill. I figure we feature bands that, you know, lost their lead singers during their prime or their heyday, brought in a replacement. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Right there, Black Sabbath with Ronnie James Dio taking over for Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, and Black Sabbath have had a lot of replacement singers over the years, but I kind of never considered any of them to be really Black Sabbath. Uh, not after maybe the Gillen era. And even that was kind of like on the fence, even though I love that record. Uh, but I, I sort of came into Black Sabbath during the Dio era, so to me that's always been my favorite. Uh, and I think Ronnie did a great job of uh, taking over the microphone for Ozzy Osbourne back in the day and later on when they turned back into Heaven and Hell many years later. And even during uh, the Forbidden Evil record, so uh, there you go. All right, so that's what it's all about today. Bands who have replaced Lee Singer, some for the better, some for the worse. Depends on uh, how you feel about that. One of them I think that was for the worst was uh, probably quite right. Uh, Kevin Dubrow uh, and the band sort of uh, had a little falling out, I guess, and parted ways, and uh, they brought Paul Shortino in. Uh, I wasn't crazy about the record back in the day, but I've really come to love it over the years because I'm a big Paul Shortino fan. Uh, but as a Quiet Rye fan, it just didn't work. Uh, it had too much of that bluesy feel to it, which Paul is known for, and a very soulful voice of his. Just can't replace Kevin Dubrow. Say what you want about the man, but he was quite right. And uh, the band is continuing on today with multiple different singers again. Uh, and Jizzy Pearl's kind of settled into the role right now, but quite right to me, Kevin Dubrow. That's all you can say about that. But off the record with Paul Shortino, because we are talking about replacement singers, here's Cop in the Field. <laughs> Tonight I had it late She's in 
right, Judas Priest giving us brain dead. You know what? It's really hard to replace the metal god. I mean, I love uh, Ripper. I enjoyed, you know, Charred Walls of the Dam and his solo stuff. Uh, but I didn't care for those two Priest records with him. Rob Halford, definitely a hard act to follow and definitely tough shoes to fill. But he did the best he could. I always thought it was impressive how he sounded just like him back in the day. That's kind of why the band went with him. And then he uses more of his own stylings you know, as the records progressed and time went on in the band. But it just didn't cut it for me. And before that, Rainbow with Eyes of the World. What a killer song. Graham Bonnet taking over for Ronnie James Dio, who took over for Ozzy Osbourne. You know, the Down to Earth record was uh, Richie Blackmore's attempt to go more commercial. Uh, used a couple of Russ Ballad tunes on there, you know, Since You've Been Gone and All Night Long, which were kind of hits. So, I mean, the album did do well. But as fans of Rainbow and Rainbow with uh, Dio singing on there, a lot of people weren't crazy about it. It was a whole new audience that sort of came into the band. And uh, Graham Bonnet just didn't fit that rock image, you know, that you know people were looking for back in the day. So it was kind of a mixed bag of nuts. The album did do well. Uh, sold a lot of copies, but as far as fans go, I don't think Graham Bonnet kind of took over and filled the void of Ronnie James Dio. But Joel Lynn Turner, a year or so later, came into the group and had more success than any of them combined together with the Rainbow. So I guess some shoes are harder to fill than others, but Joel Lynn Turner kind of fit the bill later on. You know, Richie Blackmore is uh, going to be doing a whole bunch of shows. Uh, he just added a couple more, I heard, uh, somewhere in England. Uh, this show was recorded ahead of time, but they're going to make the announcement this week of who's actually in the band. Uh, but I did see a fly for the show in England where it was labeled as Richie Blackmore's uh, Rainbow. Uh, even though he's going to be doing Rainbow and Deep Purple songs, uh, they're labeling it as Rainbow. So I'm kind of curious if Jolyn Turner is going to be a part of it, or maybe Doogie uh, White, who sang on the last Rainbow record. Uh, so we'll have to find out. I mean, you'll actually know before the show airs, like I said, because uh, they're going to make the announcement in a few days, and the show's already uh, been recorded. So uh, we'll talk about that when I get back, I guess. I'm really curious to see who it is, and I hope. I hope he does a show here in America, especially the New York area, because that's where Richie's lived for the better part of the last couple of decades. It would be great to see him live. He said he's 70 years old. I just felt like rocking out a little bit, and that's what I'm going to do for a few shows. So, Richie, I hope you bring it over here, man. All right, let's keep the music flowing today. The show is all about tough shoes to fill by artists who have to kind of step in and replace the least thing of a very you know popular, well-known band. Uh, and you know, some do a good job, some don't. Uh, ACDC, you know, it, it's kind of hard to say. You know, uh, Brian Johnson had tough shoes to fill because Bon Scott was just an amazing frontman. But I have to tell you, both of them are ACDC to me. I mean, it's two different singers. Brian Johnson stepped in and definitely filled those big shoes and took the band to a whole nother level. But it's not a competition with these guys because it's almost like, you know, the reincarnation of Bon Scott with Brian Johnson. So let's get on some ACDC for everybody right now. Evil Walks.
Exodus till death do us part. Zetro definitely has some big shoes to fill, taking over for Paul Bailoff, especially after the first record, Bonded by Blood, came out. Uh, you know, a lot of people say that, uh, you know, the band had a lot more success because they want a major label, and that might have been true. Uh, because you got to remember, the first record with Paul came out when the band was still really an underground band, and the scene really hadn't exploded yet. By the time Zetro came into the group, the band was getting signed to a major. There was a lot more money promotion behind the outfit. And also, he had a lot more time to uh, you know, settle into the group and, and kind of make it his own. Uh, even though he did always, to me, embody the spirit of Paul Bailoff after he left the group. He kind of kept that, that vocal styling close to it. Uh, and another man who had a tougher time having those shoes was Rob Dukes, who came in, had to replace the legacy of him and Paul Bailoff. Uh, I was never really a fan of that era of the band, and recently Rob has been in the in the metal news talking about how there are a bunch of assholes exodus for letting him go, and I do have to agree with them on that. They, it was a kind of shitty way of going about it and doing it. Uh, like I said, I wasn't a fan of his albums with the group, uh, but it had really nothing to do with him. That was the style of music that Gary was writing at the time. He was the vocals, uh, he had the kind of vocals that they wanted, and that's what they were going for. It just wasn't my cup of tea as an Exodus fan. Uh, you know, uh, Rob has got Speed Kill Hate going still. They're a great outfit. Check them out. Uh, Zetro's back in the group right now. Gary is all over the place with Slayer, so he's kind of missing shows all over, uh, which kind of sucks because, you know, you get Zetro back in there. You know, put that time and effort into your band. I mean, I understand it's probably a bigger payday with Slayer and more of an audience to play for, but th- that's been your band. You know, he, it's like almost he kind of abandoned it, you know, and it's only okay to play with them when, you know, Slayer's not busy. And that's kind of shitty for an Exodus fan, I have to say. All righty. Let me see what we can do for you right now. How about some Metal Church? Mike Howe is back in the band, another guy who had tough shoes to fill, taking over for David Wayne after those first two classic Metal Church records. Uh, Blessing in Disguise was a really good record, but I, I, like I said, a lot of that music was written uh, with David Wayne in mind and when they had him in the band, and Mike did a good job on that. But all the records after that were really solid albums. Uh, no doubt about that. Ronnie Monroe kind of stepped in afterwards, and I wasn't a big fan of the Ronnie Monroe era of the group. Kurt's a great songwriter, did you know wrote, wrote some really good tunes. I just like I says, not the biggest Ronnie Monroe fan in Metal Church. I think Ronnie's a great singer on his other stuff, but I wasn't crazy about the Metal Church stuff. So Mike Howe is back in the group right now. So is he filling Ronnie Monroe's shoes? Is he filling his own shoes? Was it going all the way back to the Dave Wayne Everett and filling those shoes? I really don't know. And I don't care, but I am looking forward to New Metal Church uh, with my count vocals. So off the first record he recorded with the band, here's Fake Healer.
Mark Tonello on vocals over there. You know, three albums in, Mark didn't really have too tough a time filling Udo's shoes. He always sort of had that little Udo in his voice, even going back to the TT Quick days. And I think the fans are so thrilled to have Accept Back playing those classic tunes that most of them, if not all of them, kind of took Mark right in. I, there's definitely the Udo diehards uh, that don't care for it. Uh, but really, when you look at it, uh, Mark replaced Udo many, many years after the band broke up. And really, David Reese was the guy who kind of replaced Udo, and his shoes were the hardest to fill. And that album, uh, I want to say it was in 89, I think Eat the Heat came out. That album was just terrible, and it turned off a lot of fans to accept. So when Udo got back with the group in 93, most of them were, were kind of thrilled when Objection Overrule came out. Uh, but Mark definitely filled those shoes, and except they're probably just as big now as they were in the 80s, playing the same size clubs uh, for the same amount of people. They're doing great, and the album sounds fantastic. You know, people talk about Tony Iommi being the riff master. you got to give it up to Wolf Hoffman. The man has written some amazing, amazing riffs over his 30-something years in the business. So uh, love him. Mark's doing a great job with the great band, in my opinion. All right, enough time for one more tune, then we're going to wrap it up here today. Uh, I was going to get on Iron Maiden, but you know what? Let's leave Paul, uh, let's leave uh, Blaze alone. You know, we all know Bruce stepped in for... 
for Paul Diano. Did an amazing job. I'm really actually only Iron Maiden most fans care about today, even though I am a diehard old school fan from the first two records. Uh, but Blaze, we're not going to get into that. But let's play some uh, Queensryche right now. Uh, Scott Latore stepped in for uh, for Jeff Tate. Most people are getting kind of tired of Jeff Tate towards the end. They wanted the band to go back to those early days, the early roots of the group. They've kind of gone back a little bit, not as far as most of us want to. Whether Todd's done a good job or not stepping in for Jeff Tate, that's yet to be seen. We'll leave it up to you guys to figure it out. But off the latest record, we've got a tune on off of that, and now uh, you guys make the call on this one. Will his shoes tougher to fill, or is uh, Todd doing a good job? Here's Hellfire. Take care, everybody. <laughs>
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.